0: Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, Force users of all ages. Welcome back to Inside the Tauntaun, or Outside the Tauntaun, a Star Wars podcast where we get to the guts of what makes Star Wars meaningful to us. As always, I'm Dino Nicandros, and I'm joined by this scrappy bunch. Alyssa Simmons. Hey, folks. Daniel Dawson. Who you calling scrappy? And today, we are diving into an absolute humdinger of an episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. This is episode five, Truth, directed by Kari Skogland, written by Dalen Muson, created by Malcolm Spellman, by God, we are Marvel fans. Huh. I thought they smelled bad on the outside.
1: episode the show in general
0: but
2: this the show in
0: general is uh, exceeding my wildest expectations yeah she's she's she she went there yeah she's full of life but before we get to the episode a um, couple of items number one the three of us were together yesterday <laughs> oh for God. the first time in over a year.
1: Yeah, it was so fun, and yeah. I forgot what it felt like to have friends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Truly,
1: I really did. In a so we real actually physical got
0: physical space. We got to watch this episode together, which very magical. Was so much fun! Oh, Daniel and I had watched it already, but it was
1: their exciting. Second, to their watch second it with viewing Alyssa. was with me. Yeah, yeah.
2: Honestly, I feel like the second viewing was better for me. To be honest, yes, yes. yeah.
0: Um and the two of you treated me to a day out at the comic book store. Yes. Ew. Shout out to you. What you What was Comics. your what was
1: your what was your haul, Dino?
0: So, I I went um a little preface. I wasn't a huge comic book kid growing up. I read some Batman. Yeah, none of us are good, actually. Uh, a lot of well, actually a fair amount of X-Men and Captain America, but beyond that, like Which my Marvel really experience. Which is really
1: weird that the three of us weren't like in love with comics that at an early age well it's, i mean it's, strange it's not to me.
2: that i mean i don't I think really it's read so. well I,
0: I don't know like i don't know about you guys but my interest in these characters always came from movies yeah and, sure same yeah, yeah and so when x-men like first came out in 2000 i definitely went back and read a bunch of those comics and but the same thing's happening here but uh We ventured over to
2: J and J Comics in Fountain View. Yes, Fountain Fountain Valley. Valley. Fountain Fountain Valley. Valley, Excuse me. Yeah. Yes. The oh, that's the the city I was telling you that the the sign looks like a butt crack. it does. It looks like a lady that's bent over, like a large buttocks lady. And we talked about, uh, yeah, we talked about. We that talked about that podcast, with Trisha because she grew up here. Oh yeah, that's, <laughs> right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. that yeah. was about a year ago.
0: Oh my yeah. god. Uh huh.
1: <laughs> and she was like, "What? I do She's, not know
0: oh yeah. what you're my talking god.
2: about." She's like, "It really does."
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I I went to said comic book store, J and J Comics, with the intention of finding, uh. A couple of story runs on Sam Wilson as Captain America. Uh, fitting, I Fitting, very big, fitting. I was a big Steve Rogers fan, so, but I, I never really dove into Sam Wilson too much as Cap. Those are hard to um, find now. Well, yeah. yeah, they're flying off the shelf. So yeah. I got a, a a couple of different runs. One of them is uh, all-new Captain America with Sam Wilson as Cap, and uh, Captain America and the Mighty Avengers, which is another Sam Wilson as Cap-led team. Uh, And then I got a kind of a three-story arc called "Time Runs Out." Cool. Uh, Another Avengers story where Sam uh, is leading the team, and on one of these covers, Thanos is choking him. So that looked interesting. (gasps) Dope. Ooh. And then finally, and this one is purely homoerotic for sure. Sure, if you say so. (laughs) Uh, And the final one is more uh, conjecture on my part, but based on where I think we are going with certain characters, I wanted mm. to pick up a Thunderbolts comic. Yeah.
1: And that was a very wise choice after I, I, I hadn't seen the episode <laughs> when we went to the shop. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I wonder why he's getting those. That's funny. Now I know. And
0: we've talked a little bit about Thunderbolts, but yeah. uh, once we get into the episode, you'll understand why it looks very, very much yeah, I think it felt it's
2: pretty clear, like they were, they were like laying all the groundwork for it, and yeah, this yeah. this episode was no different.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that that was fun. I haven't been in a, a comic book store in a very long time. Thank you, Jeff yeah. Rogers. It was fun, so fun. I know.
2: <laughs> I, I'm I'm now a reader. Who Who would have thought? I'm I if for all of you out there that are wondering, and none of you are, um, I'm, <laughs> I'm now uh reading the Eternals uh, mm. comic book series. Very timely. Yeah. What so about you, Alyssa?
1: Um, I'm actually on a little bit of a don't get mad a DC Comics kick. <gasps> yeah. Um, I've been. DCs are
2: good too. No, DC's
1: great. I, I mean, I love Wonder Woman. So I've been collecting. It's um, just the movie
2: series that's struggling a little bit, if I know that. Yeah,
1: part. the comics are, comics are awesome. Yeah. Um, I recently acquired through uh, the, the comic shop that uh, both boys have mentioned and um, online shopping, have acquired one through 35 of the 1987 Wonder Woman.
2: She reads Story. much faster than I do.
1: And I'm not done with all of them yet. But, uh, and I also was able to snag, this is Marvel, obviously, um, and kind of gearing up for She-Hulk, which is yes. coming. So I got uh, 1 through 10 of the Savage She-Hulk and also 1 through 10 of the Sensational She-Hulk. So that's that's what I'm reading
2: right She's now. She's very busy. Also very timely. Oh, and mm-hmm. also Lesbian Star Wars.
1: Oh, and Dr. Aphra. Yes. yes. Yeah. I'm reading the new. Um. I mean, it. The first. Uh. First issue came out in 2020. Lesbians
0: I, in We need to, We need space. to have an episode. Devoted dedicated to Doctor. Yeah. Afro. She's got. She's. She's one of the more intriguing characters that have surfaced in the new Star Wars canon. She's.
1: She's super interesting. When uh Daniel and I initially learned about her at the shop, we were like. This that is kind of like so if, cool. if Indiana Jones in Star Wars had a baby because like, she's an ar- um, she's an archaeologist. Sign yes. me up. So, um, and she's super badass and her whole storyline is super cool and interesting and queer and I was squealing like a little squirrel.
2: A squirrely squeaky oh. squirrel.
1: Um. Is yeah. It's really first... it's great so far. Is she the f-
2: no? No. I guess we've had one open openly lesbian character uh in star wars before but it was like for a very brief moment in rise of skywalker so i don't know if that oh
1: that moment i forgot about it i (laughs) I don't know if it necessarily counts but (laughs) this is the first main
2: character that
1: was a background actor so no we're not counting that (laughs)
2: good okay good we're not counting it oh yeah
1: i forgot i literally forgot about that entirely until you just said that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's how pivotal it was for it's me. Super
2: yeah. pivotal.
1: Um, no, Doctor Afra is awesome. I'm <laughs> reading the uh, the new the newest uh, storyline of her. Kind of so. makes me
2: want cool. her to like make it to the big screen someday because that would be cool. Or even the small screen, I'll take it. Just
1: any screens, honestly. An animated series would be dope. Totally. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's um, a good bet. I'm down. So like. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. though. <laughs> let's
1: get back to it. Now that we've had our little comic book rant. What? A,
2: what a uh, what a frigid,
0: cold opening that was. Oh,
1: my I goodness! What a I don't think scene. I breathed at all for the first like seven minutes of the episode.
2: It was really well choreographed. Very cool. That very, was very yeah. Cool.
0: That was one of the most intense
2: and well choreographed. We've seen some moves sequences. that, like, I think we've, like, for all of them, we've never seen them do, which is cool. Sam's um, wings are so friggin' so, cool. Yes. And how now he uses
0: them. Of yeah, yeah figuring out <laughs> sort of <laughs> when
1: to, um, oh, he'll get wings back, don't worry. Well? I think he will. I oh, wonder. Oh, he's getting wings back. He's getting wings back, because, like, the, the front um, cover of, like, um, the uh, Captain America Sam Wilson... He's got the shield and some like new wings. They mm. look so. Good. so a, I, the Wakandans built America- him. The
0: Wakandans are building America- him a suit with friggin' wings.
2: And it's oh, that's yeah, Spangled that's what was in that and, suitcase that we uh, didn't yeah. get oh, yeah. to see. Yeah yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, it's his new um, Captain America wingy
0: suit. And it looks so. It it is one of like my I think my top five uniforms, superhero uniforms, is Sam Wilson's Captain America.
2: Which, you know what, I guess this makes sense because, I mean, and and this is maybe a question for later, but um, whether or not you guys think he will be given the super soldier serum or um, if he's going to remain, like, just normal Sam Wilson and, like, his, like, his, the reason why he's so amped up is because he can also fly.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think, I don't think he takes it. I think,
2: I think think you're right, too. I think he
0: compensates, as you just said, with the fact he can fly. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, because I think the shield that and...
1: the cool thing about Sam and Falcon as a superhero, anyway, and I, and I kind of like like this are heroes that don't necessarily have like superpowers. Yeah, Batman. but it's their like you know the super tech or super abilities that that make them super. So yeah, right. Um,
2: but these wings are now from Wakanda, so like vibrania, they're hella strong now. Mm. Try to rip those things off, you turd.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, speaking of that moment, so this knockdown, dragout fight, and and John Walker is in the moments just before this fight takes place. You can see the regret has set in immediately. Oh man, uh, that he let his rage get the best of him, and he's Oof. just he's an absolute mess.
2: Yeah, but um, it just just like just just trying to to yeah, talk himself down like he's like no 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 i i would i needed to do this you know like trying right. to justify his actions like internally and it's uh um... and uh when sam and, and bucky show
0: up that that sends him over the edge and mm. sam tries to kind of
2: he first he tries to and... blow it off he's just like oh yeah you guys look terrible you should go to see the medic bye <laughs> i was like no, no 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 we don't get to do that uh, your he, crime yeah, that. he becomes
0: unhinged and it becomes very clear that it's the serum that
2: has, as we've kind of talked about, enhanced the worst qualities in him. Right. And I, oh, you know, and I know, I think we also talked about this too, but like, oh my God, this, like this, I mean, this whole show has been like this, but this episode specifically like spoke so many volumes as far as um, symbolism go. It, it was like, yeah. Like, literally dripping in symbolism. Yeah. Like, if, if, quite if literally. If, yeah, right. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, I, um, you know, I, if the, you know, the original Captain America sort of represented like, like the idealistic, like form of what America is, like what we, like, you know, or at least what, what people aspired America to look like, you know, mm-hmm. and then, uh, uh, John Walker's version of Captain America is kind of like the reality of what America kind of currently is, in a sense, which is like this really dark and uh, spooky thing. And Sam is sort of like what I think we aspire America to be like and what it should be you know, um, and the fact that they're fighting and the fact that he like rips his, his, uh, his wings off, you know, there's just so much symbolism steeped into that. Like, you know, like the wings of freedom being ripped off this, this black man, you know, it's, it, it, it was so beautiful the way that this was put together, honestly. Yeah. And
0: I I mean, I read it, I read it similarly um, that Steve is the, was the ideal, the beacon the, you know the be- the shining shining city on a hill to use right. a mm. political metaphor, but totally. um, I think I think both Sam and John are what America is right now. And yeah. there's a battle. You kind of just said it. I'm just kind of rephrasing what you said, but it, battling for the soul of America. It's, yes, totally. Uh, you, you have good and every, you know light and darkness, mm-hmm. and they are they yeah. are, and constantly we are
1: and what and something that we see with John, um, you know, later on in the episode as well is his complete and, and we'll we'll obviously talk more about this scene, but he he has technically always done what the the government and what his generals told him to do. Yeah. And right. that's why this is so deeply upsetting to him You've made me. And um I've I've been in that sort of mindset before in my life, where I'm like, I don't understand what more I could have done. I right. I did all of the right things, and and it's still just an absolute mess.
0: Right. You know. I'm
1: yeah, my uh, my performance as 5F in Frozen, I mean, <laughs> I
2: did everything American I experience. could. I swept Thought. the floor so hard. I,
0: did. <laughs> I got and then, so and then, mad. Well, oh, I was build? there the day Alyssa <laughs> lashed out on stage or said, why are you making me do this?
1: <laughs> oh, gosh, that's great. Yeah, you did. Oh, Daniel, that was good. I
2: remember um, those days.
1: <laughs> but... <laughs> But, yeah, this sort of, like, sense of, you know, he he genuinely feels and believes, like, you know, I, I've done everything that you asked me to do, and yeah. now this is what's happening.
2: Right. Right. Um. I mean, again, like, it, it's it, it is very, like, I, just passing the blame and not taking accountability, right. you mm-hmm. know, which, I mean, understandable. I'm sure it's not completely his fault, but also it's it's indicative of uh it's also again steeped in symbolism that like um you know America is, is has an accountability problem right now you know and we're we're sort of dealing with that big time yeah
1: yeah
0: mm-hmm uh but you have a this whole moment is civil war in rewind' not in rewind but just kind of juxtaposed mm-hmm. and it's a complete mirror of of steve and bucky fighting tony yeah yeah and yeah, yeah. even down to the musical cues sure uh, henry jackman uh, scored both Ameri- uh, captain america winter soldier and civil war and his themes which were really prominent when all of the heroes were fighting each other are, are starting to kind of bloom again and it's, it's, kind of, it's really 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 cool and um when they they pretty much shatter John's arm.
1: Oh, in, I was in a maneuver not v- prepared for that.
0: Very similar to Infinity Yikes. War when they're trying to get the gauntlet off of. Yeah, Thanos. Thanos. Totally. And then his arm snaps. And-
2: oh,
1: that sound! Oh, that sound!
0: It's just this. Every everybody there hates that this is happening. Yeah, that, that's right. I think that's what's so painful about it is like it's just. There's nothing enjoyable about this mm. confrontation. And then it ends. They've taken the shield from him, and Bucky throws the shield like down next to Sam. I mean, and that that moment, I, I, well, Alyssa said it last night, but it was like full-body full, full body goosebumps when, oh, yeah. when Bucky drops the shield next to Sam. It's dripping in blood. Yeah, yeah. And Sam has to take it. Mm. Totally. And he's looking at it in just utter like, disgust and shame and sadness.
2: Well, because, yeah, and you can see, you can see, I mean, there, there, his, I, I love, and this is great job with the writing. Because, I mean, honestly, sometimes you really don't need to say it because we read into it. And it's much more powerful that way. Because, I mean, to me, I read that, you know, he was looking at that shield and, like, like you know, I felt like there was guilt in his eyes. Like he was taking which no. is why mm-hmm. I think Bucky brings it up later. Cause I think he, he's like, this is my fault, you know, like for not taking the shield. Yeah. And like the, like I've, I am the reason why John Walker exists right now and why this person is dead. On you know, we'll, well Lada think
0: Lada about Lada. like, and we'll talk about his scene with Isaiah Bradley, which is oh my god, one of the more stirring and television in recent television. Oh yeah. Period. Yeah. Um, but what what's so difficult about the position Sam is in is, on the one hand, he has the guilt that, oh, my God, I let Steve down. Right. And on the other hand, he has guilt because, as I, Bra- Isaiah Bradley says, uh, no self-respecting black man would want to be Captain America, <gasps> right. even if they let him be. Yeah. Right. And he's like, oh, it's like <laughs> what do I do with this? Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm right.
2: betraying somebody by making a, a decision. He's a he damned if he did and damned if he don't yeah. situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: When Sam was uh, looking at the shield and you know begins like wiping off the blood, oh, literally man. with his own hand. The for some reason the the like mental picture that I thought of is um. Uh, do you know the movie Across the Universe? So either, oh I, yeah, have you yeah. seen that? Yeah, yeah. The, with all the Beatles music mm-hmm. is in uh the scene where all of the soldiers are uh carrying the Statue of Liberty on their back.
2: Oh, yeah. And they're singing, uh-huh.
1: She's so heavy. Totally. And they're like walking through. Like for some reason that popped right into my head of him just like just the, the heaviness of it and sure. the the like I know that I have to do this, but like what now?
2: Yeah. well it's in yeah because that obviously there's there's so many deeper meanings to just the you know the outer shell yeah because i mean we're looking at literally the american flag covered in blood you know what i mean it's 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 a lot of things yeah
0: oh yeah um uh well let's switch over to bucky for a minute so he has an interesting moment uh Zemo escapes in the last episode, I freaking but, uh, love this scene. but so he he is standing at the monument to everybody who died in Sokovia, which he mentioned after, a couple episodes earlier. Right uh, during the events of Age of Ultron, and he was expecting Bucky, and I think he was quite frankly expecting to be caught. Totally. So it wasn't he wasn't making an effort to really escape, but um, yeah, because I mean I doubt he would just be hanging out at the monument. No. <laughs> But you kind of have a moment of catharsis for both of them. Zemo, on the one hand, says, Congratulations, I've decided not to kill you. <laughs> Which is so great. Yeah. So pompous. But also Thank it you? does speak to his... He's hes kind of accomplished his... Well, not fully, but he, he accomplished his goal of uh, preventing the further spread of super, super serum theory. and... And he so he, he tells Bucky, you know, I, I took the liberty of crossing my name out of your book and I don't fault you hmm. uh, for wanting revenge on me. And it's like, I get it. It's like, yeah. whew. and And Bucky puts the gun up to his head. You know, this is his final test. Is Winter Soldier still in there? And he reveals that there were no bullets in the chamber and...
1: That, that shot, they kind of have an that shot of him dropping those bullets. I mean, so it's just good. like cinematography m- magic
2: poetry. throughout this yeah. whole entire episode. Yeah, there was I a mean, lot of beautiful poetry being shown on the screen. I, I, uh, also the look on his face, on, um, on Zemo's face, like he he, kind of gives him like the the nod of like yeah, like I, like, okay. Or like, yep. I understand what you have to do. Go for it. Kind of thing. our affairs have concluded. Yeah. Like. Right. And, uh, oops, nope. Oh. I set my alarm. Uh, and that was alarm for nothing. <laughs> time to do nothing. It's time to do nothing. Apparently. Um, yeah, I, I just, both, both of them, like, I think really nailed this scene. It was just yep. very, very cool.
0: Uh, and then the Dora Milaje show up and, and- Like,
2: oh, there we go.
0: <laughs> and Io tells Bucky, we're going to put him on the raft. Uh-huh. Mm. Now, if you don't recall what the raft was- Yeah, tell us back, all about it, Dino. If you think back to Captain America's Civil War, it is the giant underwater prison uh-huh. that kind of acts as like- a, It's a giant submarine, basically. And that's where they imprison- uh, super-powered individuals. Yeah, have... nobody's ever broken out of that place before. Well, no, well, not without. Well, actually, not without help. Anyway, that's but my that's point. where this yeah. gets interesting. <laughs> so, if you remember the Civil War, who was primarily in charge of the raft? It was one Secretary of State, Daniel Dawson. Daniel Dawson. Uh,
2: congratulations (laughs) thank you (laughs) uh,
0: thunderbolt ross thaddeus thunderbolt ross yeah there it is so if you're taking him to the raft which is run by one presumably still run by him we haven't seen him yet and it's been five years with the blip and all that so we don't know what his status as a government official is but taking him there kind of um a government facility Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, well, that's. Yeah.
1: And then, yeah. And then the character that we get a little bit later on in this episode, that's, yeah. I mean, that's where we're going. M- it
0: mis- feels- M- Mr. Zemo is going to be part of a very different team mm-hmm. yeah. sometime in the very near future. Um, also, interesting in this Dora uh exchange, uh, Io tells Bucky it, it, it's best if you remain scarce in Wakanda for a little while. So, yeah. what's going. Is that punishment for, kind of shielding Zemo from them for as long as he did? Yeah, that's and how could I took it. That. And yeah.
2: also, I mean, that, that that's probably the most obvious. And then I mean, what we were talking about yesterday, um, Dino, is like, is it possibly also like something that he did when he was in Wakanda? Like, because I know that they were they kept him like away from the city like they were like off in the uh, like the offskirts where they like,
0: were programming him the, uh, yeah when un, they were unprogramming him i guess deprogramming yeah um,
2: like uh is there is it program. like did he possibly like you know murder somebody or who knows what uh um...
0: you know the the more i think about it because it's this next point that leads me to believe it's more just the zemo stuff is he's able to call in a favor yeah so right. i don't i don't think he did anything in wakanda but i think the fact
2: that he, he helped kind get of got Zemo in the way out. of them. Mm, yeah. that, that makes the most sense, and it's the the more obvious answer. But he does call in this favor, which
0: your mind starts racing what that is. Yeah, what is it, what <laughs> is it, what is it? Are they uh, calling for backup? What is it? And we we uh, we find out it's whatever is in this case, which
2: What's in the may or
0: may not be Sam Wilson's replacement wings. Uh. So, that, it's so actually that's actually the
2: head of Zemo. Zemo's is... <laughs> yeah. Zemo's body is crammed into that box. Uh,
0: so that that kind of ends, or allegedly ends Zemo's arc in this show. But uh,
2: yeah, he We will see back. him again, just oh. not in this show, probably. Yeah,
1: he'll be back, and I'm so glad, although because he's just he's so great.
2: <laughs> they, we it's we so I, I, I I don't know if we want to start making these premonitions, but um, uh, as if if Wanda Vision was any indication. Um, you know, we're probably going to get a post-credit scene that gives yeah. us a little bit of a glimpse into where it's headed. Mm-hmm. So I, I could, I could definitely see like a post-credit scene with Zemo meeting up with at least this this other character that we're. Well, I don't know. Well, I, I'm just curious to see where or they or even just
1: like walking him like onto the raft or something. Maybe right. Like... Yeah,
2: and maybe, uh, maybe we'll even get like this the Thunderbolt character too. You know. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah there's a lot um
0: i don't i again i don't want to fall into the trap of tying all of these shows together with all of these different links yeah that's not really what they're intending until they get to kind of some of the bigger avengers movies but you have guys like hayward and ross Mm -hmm. and this other character we're going to talk about and
2: you mean ultron yeah hayward ultron Ultron, mephisto Mm -hmm. um (laughs) Doctor uh, Mephisto. Mephisto
1: is his Christian name.
2: Yeah, that's right. <laughs>
0: that's
2: right. Uh, he is not a Christian. But you
0: kind of have this government, this kind of shady government bureaucracy, kind of coming to the forefront as a potential just, problem. Like that could coming. For yeah. You. Sorry. That's
1: okay.
0: That they're, they're looking for me. <laughs> They'll never <laughs> find me.
1: Yeah, and this like uh, you know anti Avengers thing. Like right. there's, you know there's definitely little seedlings and, and like we said last week, uh they're probably not gonna package them up and use them all exactly how we think they will.
0: Right. Yeah. But
1: um it's not essential for you to really even know Hayward's story right. with WandaVision for him to become a you know, another character. It it will mean more it will mean more to the fan. You know what I mean? If you know that part of his story, but it's not essential. I think that that's,
2: that is a great rule of thumb with these TV shows, at least as of now, it feels like if, if you can answer this, these questions that you had, like, uh, if, if you're like making a premonition about what's going to happen in the TV show, you have to ask yourself, okay, if that information wasn't, uh, would the if a person was that was watching the movie hadn't seen the TV show, would they be okay with not having seen that information? You know yeah. what I mean? And if if you know if that is true, then absolutely it'll be in the TV show potentially. But if it's something that feels like a more of a like something that they can't wrap up like in a really quick like overview in the movie, <laughs> then it probably won't happen,
0: yeah. And um, I don't know, I, th- I think what you're kind of in this segment of the MCU, the larger thing that's coming to the forefront is even further distrust of superheroes. Uh, blaming them for the Thanos debacle, Wanda losing her crap and imprisoning an entire town. Yeah, whoops. And then Bucky and Sam basically doing whatever the hell they want. Mm-hmm. After being imprisoned on the raft after sam was imprisoned on the raft for aiding a fugitive captain america so i think we we know what's happening in one segment where one segment of the mcu is headed and totally. the thunderbolts are going to be mm. the, the government mm. wing of the government's answer to the avengers and
2: but in terms of in, in terms so of wanda vision or sorry wanda and her future as the the scarlet witch um uh I'm just curious as to how much the movies will, like, explain what we've already seen in the TV shows to the people who haven't seen them. You know what I mean? Like, if it's just going to be, like, a passing, like, you know, oh, yeah, you know, that thing that happened in New yeah. Jersey, you know, <laughs> and then we're just like, wow, well, what was that? <laughs> you know, or if it's uh, um, Or if they're going to consider it, like, required viewing. You know what I mean? So in, in well, order to understand thing- her motivations in this, you're going to need to watch that. Or if it will be just fairly obvious. Because I guess like even without the the happenings of that show, I think you could sort of just decide in your head, oh yeah, because she you know, she, she lost the love of her life and because of Thanos she's now turned into this like I think you can kind of go from A to B without having seen WandaVision. Probably. Well, and it might be as simple as just having a line,
0: you know, well if you if you hadn't lost complete control after Vision died. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. such and such wouldn't have happened. And if you want to read deeper into that, you can watch the show. And you don't, <laughs> they, then, they, they turn then you to the camera. She, they're like, she is not in a great place. <laughs> right. Right.
2: Uh, yeah. Sorry. I digress, but no, I, no, I am it's, curious no, it's very how that's interesting work out.
0: because it, these are like legitimate pieces that we can see being put into place. Yeah. And, uh, very interesting. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a good scene with Sam and Torres. Torres shows back up and right. we basically, I am uh, less sus of him now. The yeah, you don't
2: need to oh, be. Oh yeah, sauce you. Of no, he's a good guy. Yeah, no, in fact, Torres is just now like the next you know Falcon. this really attractive and kind person, and I'm just like, ah, I don't know, I
0: don't know. Uh, we just saw the birth of Torres' Falcon. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Sam yeah. leaves him the wings, and I was like, oh, that's yeah, great. you
2: can keep them. That's fine.
0: Yeah, that's great.
2: Which is cool. <laughs> it's very it cool, cool indeed.
0: Yeah. Uh, so Sam. Now, having just walked out with the shield, he has the shield. He goes to Baltimore to see Isaiah Bradley once again. Uh, Another little cameo from... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Another little cameo from his grandson, Eli, Young Avenger. Hello. Uh, (laughs) So we'll see him again, I think. Uh, This scene was...
2: Tough. Tough. But it was like it was so good. It was so so good. It was just two black men sitting down, speaking the truth, and it was like eye opening, ear opening. It was, it was really 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 good. I,
0: I, I Isaiah s- suffered greatly. Yeah, even yeah. even
1: more than we um, deduced from his, you know mentioning some things and he and mentions the last
0: the, uh, episode. He mentions his time in World War II, and he mentions the Red Tails, which was an mm-hmm. all-black fighter squadron. Uh, George Lucas made a movie about the Red Tails through Lucasfilm, like, 10 years ago. Oh, dope. Mm. I never saw
2: it. Um, And then the the, the whole Tuskegee mm-hmm. debacle as yeah, well. Yeah, the fact that this is, like, even, s- like, kind of based in truth... Yeah, uh, yeah. is. Absolutely. It's, it's, absolutely very, it's very is. much approaching real. And
0: uh, Isaiah basically shames sam for for following what he calls the great white hope being mm. steve rogers and that he puts too much weight in
2: in steve rogers and and sam well, and sam the fact that struggling he thinks with that this things have changed he's right. like now that you've got the white man's shield you think that things have changed you know yeah and sam struggles with this because he, uh, he i don't
0: think he even understood the depth of well, it clearly didn't understand the depth of what Isaiah went through. Yeah, and, and Isaiah's rightful bitterness kind of clouds like, him from being able to even remotely empathize with where Sam is. Right, so he's just like, "Oh, don't just, give me
2: that bitter old man thing," you know. It's just that it's it's so well written. The contrasts are just uh, are just so
0: brilliantly stated and done better than most television that has attempted to yeah to even broach it
2: it put it it put it in like fairly simple terms that were very yeah. easy to understand and um yeah honestly that was like like one of the more more powerful moments uh and i think you already said it was when he was um talking about that no res- um self-respecting black man would would want to be captain america you know what i mean like yeah
0: they won't let you but even if they did yeah why yeah. would why you? would you want to
2: yeah like why would you fight for a country that doesn't fight for you kind of you know and right it's, it's wow wow wow, wow. But
0: I, I think what what's really interesting is that sam is through this episode he's piecing together his captain america identity mm-hmm. and he's going to every corner Kind of take take a piece of every perspective yeah. that's going to be a part of his identity as Captain America. So this suffering, he won't forget that. That right, that, it's part of his history. It's part of his history, his shared history.
2: <laughs> Which again, another amazing, powerful scene coming later up um, when he's sitting down after having finished, uh, you know, his task of trying to fix his sister's boat. And he's yep. sitting down with his sister, talking about like, you know, it, it, I very much. I was like, "Wait, what are we talking about?" Because it's like, are we talking about the boat? Are we talking about like Black History? Because it it was such the way it was written was yeah, so smart. This
0: needs to be preserved. Yeah. Uh huh. He, you know, he tells was... her when they're. Uh, so so it's interesting to see Sam take Steve's perspective, to take Isaiah's perspective, even Bucky's, uh, Zemo to a degree. Uh, yeah, John. It, he tries to yeah, empathize with John. He tries to empathize with Carly. Like the, he's cap, he's he's become Captain America long before he he took the shield.
2: Oh
1: like yeah. He, oh yeah. He doesn't need a stinking of, shield. <laughs> one of the um lines that Isaiah says, and I think that this sort of like lays the groundwork for for Sam. You know, taking all of all of those things as part of his new Captain America is um, that, you know, essentially the government in in our country erased Isaiah. Right. Yeah. They erased him. Yeah. It was easier for them to pretend that he was dead than for it to get out what actually happened to him.
2: And he would rather remain dead than bring right. the truth out. Right. Too, which Sam, is also... Sam is all up in arms. It's like we got to
0: tell somebody. We gotta, like, yeah. He's like, I know people. I know people. Yeah, I know Let's... people.
1: And um, I think that that's super interesting. You know, way to to kind of fuel fuel Sam. Yeah. Wh- being right. like, I don't want Isaiah or Steve or Bucky or me and my family and our history. And our stories to be erased. Yeah, I don't want that.
0: Well, and Sam, we talked about it at the beginning. Sam is is becoming the embodiment of the American ideal, which is no one gets left behind. Right. Like every every single story
2: has value, and we're not ignoring the past. We're we're no, we're going to learn from we're it. We're going to learn from it, and we're going to and we're going to do it together. Our history. Yeah.
0: Right. And we can only we it can all it can only happen if we do it together. Right. And, and uh, oh, I get goosebumps thinking about it. Like Sam is going to be such a friggin' good Captain America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He already is. Yeah. Um. So we go. We get. Uh. He he goes home to Louisiana to be with with Sarah and kind of help her out. And uh, we get a uh, montage. Kind of a, a, a return to the buddy cop <laughs> l- lighter portion of this this show, which was was great. Bucky shows up kind of unexpectedly to help and Sam invites him to stay. And we're getting kind with... of
2: the, uh, the feel that this is sort of the deep breath before the plunge.
0: Yes. you yes. know, It's like, just take a moment. There, there's a lot, a lot happening. The government, as Sam has, has said, kind of sidelined them and they the hunt for Carly. They don't really want them involved, but yeah, that's a great way to put it. This is kind of the deep breath, uh, Bucky puts the moves on Sarah, much to <laughs> to Sam's
2: displeasure. Freaking hilarious! So good.
1: His looks, his looks. To,
0: oh
2: to, my God. to
1: them, anytime that happened, killed me.
2: Yeah, so, I, that, that is one some... thing I think that 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 Sam does very well um, is just like he he says like a thousand words with, without saying it at all. It's right, really great, yeah, right.
0: And there was like. I appreciated the, the the calmness and the the stillness and the cinematography. And I I mentioned it while we were watching it. It was like it's I love I I just love the, the the composition of some of the shots. Yeah, that it didn't aren't feel big rushed. action set pieces. It was like this is lovely and nice and yeah.
1: And then they had and then they like kind of commented on it too. Like you know, Sarah says, "Aren't you supposed to be saving the world right now?" And he says, <laughs> right. well." You're you're my family and you're part of the world. So this is this is what I'm doing right now.
0: I can do both. That's Captain America. That's Absolutely. Captain America. I Keep saying and it. And one thing Captain that America. I thought
1: of that was so sweet, and we get, um, you know, in the Sam kind of training sequence that we get mm-hmm. in a little bit, um, is uh, the advice that he gives to Bucky um, about not such just sort scene. of like seeking reconciliation and seeking forgiveness because seeking forgiveness is selfish whether right. whether it's you just want to, to say it that way better. or not and um i just thought of i thought of my dad honestly because he is such a service oriented person and he's absolutely the kind of person at all times that's like if you're feeling sorry for yourself go help somebody else
2: yeah like make that is that is my dad yeah, like yeah, yeah.
1: that is just textbook my dad And, and, and it is really great advice sometimes, sometimes Um, inevitably,
2: inevitably, if you're making them feel better, I mean, you're, you're going to inevitably make yourself feel better too, you know?
1: Right. And so that, that advice that he gives to Bucky about, you know, help truly helping others and serving others. And that is what's going to give you a firmer grip on, on who you are and what, and why you do what you do.
2: And
0: right, and he tells closure. him it, it doesn't matter what Steve thinks or what Steve thought. Yeah. Like, it's not, yeah, it's
1: not I just relevant thought there to were, you anymore. I thought there were such wonderful themes. That that made me so happy, that little moment, as well as... Also,
2: just, just to kind of really quick, again, saying uh, that the Cap is gone. Didn't say he's dead. He's gone.
1: Oh, like Steve Rogers, you Steve mean? Steve Rogers, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, I... I don't know if
0: that "gone" means means dead or not. I mean, I it kind of felt that way to me. But. It did
2: too, but like, it's just interesting that they're 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 like they have yet to say, like they've never yet to say the D word. Nobody has said. You know, mm-hmm. my my, my only thing dead. with with bringing old Steve back again it's like, what what more are you going to accomplish than what you did at the end of Endgame? Totally, and it, and does that diminish? the story that is currently happening right like now. Like if I'm not even
0: talking about bringing back young Chris Evans at some point in the future of the MCU to, sure. to do a time, you know, if they're getting into the time stuff that he's shows up somewhere along the way, that's its own thing. But totally old Steve in particular, it's like he gave the shield to he's Sam done. and then was happy. Yeah. Like, and I don't, I don't know if that stunts the growth of Bucky or Sam if he shows up again. Maybe not. I, I say that, and then he's going to show up in the last episode, and I'm going to be a mess.
2: Oh, yeah, same. So, <laughs> totally same. This is me right. not throwing shade at all if <laughs> no, you decide to right, go right, right. Up. But, like, I just wonder. But, yeah, you don't want him to overshadow um, right. this, this he's incredible... He's already such a big presence.
0: Yeah. Like, and, and you think about, similarly, and we'll see it some more with uh, War Machines series, Armor Wars, but the same thing with Tony Stark. Like, he, he was a character in the last Spider-Man movie, and he was dead. Right. Like, he's these people cast such big shadows already. Yeah. I don't think you need to see them again. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, all of that led into the training montage. Montage. The 80s training montage. and up, push up, it push up so... throw
1: the shield, throw the shield. Push up, push up, run live, throw your the left. shield.
0: But I love that he's like absolutely struggling with, with the shields. Yeah. Like, like, of course it's hard to throw that thing and then catch it. And
2: well, he's like, and he's also not a super soldier. No,
0: he's not a super soldier, yeah. but he's doing all these aerials, and it's like, yeah. that is the coolest, he yeah, actually has to build his body.
2: I also is... love, too, that, um, that he has his own style of like acrobatics in a sense. Yeah. Like it's a little, yeah. it's like a little rougher. It's not like really pretty looking. Right. Um, it's, it's coupled it's, together. Yeah. Like he's not pointing his feet. <laughs> it's
1: like, it's, it's like parkour versus gymnastics. Yes. You know? It does
2: feel more. Yeah. Parkour-y. Totally. One, well, I love that his
0: nephews have a couple of moments with the shield and they, you so know, cute. one of them oh. is kind of tracing the star on the shield. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, that's dripping in symbolism. Uh-huh. Just the, uh-huh.
1: what it means. Yeah. It's just, that's awesome. This
0: big grin, and it was like what it what it can be. And I was like, that's just uh that's just fantastic. Pretty cool. <laughs> it's just pretty, pretty cool. Uh, Carly doesn't show up much in this episode, but we do kind of get a glimpse at part of their endgame as mm-hmm. far as the story art goes, and uh, she's trying to stop the GRC, the Global Repatriation Council, from mm-hmm. voting on basically resettling 20 million people who were displaced during the blip. Now, here's some context. I went digging for what resettlement numbers look like when we have like b- a big crisis. A crisis. Mm-hmm. So the, the at the peak of like recent resettlement efforts, the most people that have ever been resettled at one time was 189,000. That's oh. it. And that was in 26, 20 like 20, summer of 2016. Mm. That was like a, that is a humanitarian crisis. And we're talking about, about 20 million, million. people.
2: So and how to do that without
0: it. violating borders and treaties and, you know, yikes. But her, her, they're holding a vote on, on uh, how to do it and when to do it. And she is endeavored to stop it. Keep that in keep New that,
2: York City.
0: In New York City. So keep that in your head. We get another little scene of Sharon calling our old friend Batroc oh, who doesn't want to die, giving him a job, in offering truth. him a lot of yeah. money to do it. Well, said job is, as we find out, Batrock shows up in Carly's camp, <laughs> providing them weapons. Double agent. Woof. So is, it number 1 is sharing the power broker. Have they just confirmed it without any fanfare? Kind of it felt like I don't know. it to it's me. It feels like bit. she she's got she's got satellites, she's got everybody's phone number. She she feels like
2: she feels like a power broker to me. But she does. She does. And it's like if she I mean, I guess there's still this precedent that she could be working for the power broker, but I mean um <sighs> Uh, yeah, I, I honestly, it it there's very much precedent that she is too. So I so so, and we know she's
0: after Carly, and they're trying to kill Carly. So now we've got.
2: Yeah. So how does this serve? If 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 she is indeed the power broker, how does this serve her to give her this kind of assistance? You know what I mean? Or well, or is this? I I maybe 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 this assistance is actually not really assistance. Maybe he's paid her to like totally F everything up. Well, that's what I yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking yeah, is that yeah, like yeah. at an opportune time he's going
0: to blow her brains out. Or, yeah. Uh-huh. Or try to. And uh that paints a really interesting uh kind of picture for the season finale. Yeah. Um, it's going to be gonna messy. are going to have all of these
2: different things happening at once. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, I I thought it was really interesting, too, um, that uh, when they were, you know, in the conference scene, you know, with the big circle table um, and then one of the, you know, security guards, I don't know what you want to call him, like, like does this little boop, like with his card. And then he whispers to another guard. um, He says their slogan, which is like one world, one.
1: Yeah, he was one of the guys in the he was one of the guys in the park. That yes. when she like pings everybody over and they yeah, all like the, start coming like
2: terrorist Uber basically. Yikes. Which like, again yeah, is he also was, he was
1: like in the front.
2: It was very much kind of that. That is very much a uh, a John Wicky kind of yeah thing. Um, but but I just thought it was interesting because like that 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 whisper of the the motto is very very indicative of Hydra, you know. So it's like yeah. It, it's like, are we, it's just, we've replaced one with another. Kind well, of. and I'm glad you mentioned Hydra. Yeah, because we have not we mentioned somebody very, into- very important yet. Well, we've
1: got to get into that scene with John. <sighs> sort of like near the beginning hearing. of the episode,
0: but but uh, I wanted to save it for last because I knew we'd, we'd be talking about it at length. So John is before uh, basically a congressional panel. And they are stripping him of his title as Captain America, stripping him of his rank and any benefits he has going forward. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we find out that he was them wife. going easy on him.
1: Yeah. That 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 um, woman from the first episode is was his the
0: wife. wifey. It, yes. And but can we uh, talk
1: about how they just had literally negative chemistry with one another?
0: Yeah. Did, yeah, There's not a time. It felt
1: weird to me. I was like, yeah. Well, because we weren't even sure that if they were like brother and sister from, <laughs> right, from, right, from right. the first appearance. And now I still feel like they're brother and sister. Yeah,
2: so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. Really Maybe
1: their relationship the... is strained or something. They're having, but a, str- they're, yeah, they're
2: having well, a hard that would make time.
0: Sense.
1: Yeah, he's kind of going through it. So, he's uh, so. going
0: through it. But this is where we, we talked about at the beginning of the episode where John kind of flies off the handle and says, I, I was fulfilling your mandates. Your mandates. None of you have any idea... It's just your it's fault, like to be not mine. So it's your fault. Yeah, right. In other words, so he he turns his back on them, and as he's leaving, the the head of the panel is like, "And you'll tr- return the shield to us with expedience. Yeah, right. Okay, sure, like, sure, well, sure. That's not happening. But um, so he's out sulking in the hallway, and down the hall loud clatter of her boots. Flip
1: clopping on over.
0: (laughs) Julia Louis-Dreyfus.
2: Oh, this bitch. Uh, Strolling right into the MCU like she just doesn't give a shit. I freaking adore Julia Louis-Dreyfus. I I gasped. I was so... I was so not expect
1: I mean, we were kind of expecting, because there had been some rumor that About a,
2: cameo. a character
1: that had never been in the MCU before making her way, making their way in. Yeah. And, uh, wow. But not
2: this. Not,
1: I wasn't expecting this. No. At uh, all.
2: So great. No,
0: and she uh, introduces herself as Contessa Valentine Allegra de Fontaine. Hello. Or
1: Val, but don't call her Val. Well,
0: yeah, just think it. <laughs> just think about it in your head. <laughs> and she doesn't like to repeat herself. This scene was like was like scary Tony Stark.
2: Yeah. Oh, totally. Ooh. Very much. Yeah. That's actually a even, really great way to describe even it.
0: Even her and and it, it dawned on me kind of the second viewing when she uh, she walks up and she wants to sit down on the bench. She She's just like, right yeah, I'm gonna. That's like a little. Yeah, I'm gonna. It just reminded me of Tony with uh, with Spider Man when he. Sitting on the bed with him in Civil War, And he's like, "Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna sit here now."
2: Yes. <laughs> and just she walks just in with little big dick energy for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah, giant big dick en- energy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so you are probably, uh, I, I would imagine a fair amount of people were like, "Who the heck
2: is, Who is this Valentina Allegra of Fontaine?" Right. Also, she's. she's had... I, I love that she's got this kind of like, like, kind of purpley black thing yeah, going got on, a little streaky, like a streak. Yeah, very and,
1: comic booky. I love I, it.
2: I will say at the very, the very, uh, the first thing that I thought of, I was just like, oh, who's been? Da, 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 it's been like a all-along. Literally, that was the first thing that gave to mind. I was like, no, it's not her. No. no but day. she's gone as
0: uh, several aliases in the comic books, and she was mm-hmm. first introduced in a Nick Fury Agents of of S.H.I.E.L.D. series. Yeah, she's like so a she's love in, a
1: She's a love interest of Nick Fury. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> right,
0: which, that's so. interesting. She gains her notoriety from being... Lady Hydra, yes. Oh my,
1: um, uh, Madam, Madam Hydra. Madam, or excuse me, Madam Hydra. Yeah. Lady, I think that there's another character. There of is a Lady Hydra, Hydra. as yeah, well. It's Madam so. Hydra.
0: It's me, uh, uh, and Madame it is Hydra. it is the Hydra you're thinking of.
1: Indeed. So Madame. it's
0: unclear which direction they go with her. Maybe a hybrid. They create a new kind of a new role for her, since Hydra technically doesn't mm-hmm. exist anymore, and neither does Shield, and she doesn't seem like a very n- well-intentioned person maybe that's reading too far into it at this early stage but she uh she thinks she has good intentions sure probably well Uh, i don't
1: know exactly how they're gonna tie it all in but like john walker is very involved in the thunderbolts right yeah so that is a potential? Thing. I I totally
2: believe her being the head of the Thunderbolts, or oh, or, or like the Nick Fury of the Thunderbolts. Yeah, you know? I don't.
1: A lot of people were like, "Is she the power broker?" But she, well, I don't, I, I,
2: that yeah, it's plausible.
1: I don't think so. I think that she's um she's like a point person for um Thunderbolt, the Thunderbolts.
0: Ro- that, for, that's like, the more obvious for answer. Ross so you're, it's, you're probably Ross. right. Um, um, and she was, uh, we talked about this. Her her first. Appearance was supposed to be in Black Widow, which was right. coming out a full year before this show. This, right. So, so this would so, have been our second dose of her. And Thunderbolt Ross is appearing in Black Widow. So, hello. Yeah. Uh, with a couple of characters in that film who also have a history with the Thunderbolts. Hello. So ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. we're getting a a a supervillain team up here. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. yeah yep, yep. Yep. Um, um,
1: it's also um, on this deadline article that I was reading. It said it's also plausible she could be grooming Walker for work with Fury on Disney Plus's upcoming Secret Invasion.
0: Oh, very, yeah, yeah, very possible. Totally, given her relationship with Fury. Fury is very much alive and active, yeah. and yep.
1: And um, uh, Malcolm Spellman, who's the executive producer of this show, he he reportedly hinted that he wants to see her pairing with Thor.
2: Oh, that would be fun.
1: I don't exactly know how that would work.
2: I mean, I don't care. I'd put Julie LeRapis into anything, and I will be very I've, pleased.
1: I'm, I'm here. I'm here for it. She
2: is so she, skilled. She's I, so funny. Uh, but we've never seen the nefarious
0: side of Julia Louis Dreyfus, really. Yeah, and it it works. Not to my recollection, and it's it's scary. Like it's, I can it's see scary, her being, but like, it, real it's also spooky.
2: it it's really like uh, just right on that razor's edge of being spooky, but also super, still very funny. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, yeah. very unsettling. Yeah,
1: and she's got some great kind of like you know hint lines in there about. Um, you know, and don't worry about returning the shield. I already know you don't have it, and yeah. also, and also, just so you know, the government doesn't own it.
2: It's kind of gray <laughs> a gray area. It's
0: kind of gray <laughs> <legal> gray area. <laughs> yeah. Well, and she says something very interesting, which is, I think, very true. She's like, they don't fault you for killing that guy. They yeah. probably wished you'd killed all of them. Totally. Just that it happened
2: publicly. And, and they're like, it's just like a money thing, where she kind of makes the, the hand motion for money. It's the you know? political thing. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's utter we politics. Which we were,
1: after last episode, wondering, and that was our sort of like, you know, are they going to continue to like let Walker be the Captain America? And right. And just be like, well, he killed a terrorist, so that's what he's supposed to do. Yeah, good job. But they went the other way, which is, you know...
2: Taking him. Well, I mean, take, they could have away his rank. and They did sort of let him get away with it in a sense, like, because he's not in jail, I guess. Yeah, they didn't court martial him. Right, or... right, right, Yeah. So uh, he did get a, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't get out scot free, but he's also free, which well, is. Well, he, he's
0: very much U.S. agent now. He's <laughs> oh. yeah. now yeah, seeing yeah. the, the genesis of
2: U.S. agents. Like, well, that didn't take long. Um, <laughs> uh but, yeah, I, I also – oh, my God. Julia Rodríguez, her <laughs> – her um, sitting in between the two of them and then, like, just completely blocking the wife – from the yes. camera angle too, is just like so. Hands are a blank card. <laughs> yeah, and it's like not even looking at her, just looking at her once, and be like, "Yeah, how you doing?" Anyway, you know, and then just go <laughs> just, <laughs> just so like special. Like Selena Meyer, Elaine, and Tony Stark all rolled into one. Yeah, Woo! yeah. Yes. I I really hope that she does the thumb dance. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Something uh, we
1: never even thought we needed or wanted yeah but here, here they it gave is. it to us
2: here it is it's very um, exciting the list
0: is growing short of people who haven't been in a marvel property at yeah. this point like it's they've got heavy hitters i think i'm the only one everywhere
1: you know who has been begging to be in a marvel movie or anything for a long time and they Me? haven't put, put him in well other than daniel um <laughs> is neil patrick harris Oh really yeah. and he would be great
2: yeah he probably would be great
1: no I mean he's great in everything but like he yeah. would be so good in something Marvel like because he not? plays he plays evil super duper well sure. he plays swarthy he also is really great at being like good best friend guy so yeah.
2: I wonder what kind of a show he would be good in he probably honestly I mean I could see him in something like. Well, I don't know the Loki show yet, but probably in something like that, I could see him doing. Or, or like I, I, I was just thinking,
0: I don't know. I was doing a kind of a deep dive on X Men. He could be. Mm. Uh, there's a mutant uh, called Multiple Man. Oh. Who just mul- multiplies himself. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Has all sorts of different personalities, and like that could be.
1: He could do that. Yeah. That's a he D&D could
0: do that. thing. And he kind of looks like the guy from the comics, hmm. like, blonde-haired, kind of lean and Mm -hmm. i don't know you hear that kevin feige but yeah the other guy and i think i've mentioned it on a prior podcast who's asked to be in it forever is matthew mcconaughey oh Oh. uh it's like let's go
1: someone sent me a tiktok today of a guy doing an impression of matthew mcconaughey auditioning for the role of thanos
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh shit can you please share that
1: yeah i'm gonna I'm just going to play a little second of it right now so oh you, God, can, you can hear it.
2: Great. All right, Avengers, here's the game plan. I'm going to destroy half this planet, whether you like it or not, man, just with a snap of the old fingers. <laughs> the thing is, I only got about three infinity stones, and I got to pump those numbers up. So me and my telekinetic <laughs> pals, my demigod's, man, the OGs. What's up, bro? <laughs> We're going to destroy you all. Grab the snows. Snap the fingers. and I'm kind of his Thanos. Can you oh, believe that? Oh my god! Even the little whistle. The whistle uh, that he does. Is that's, yeah, that's can you hilarious.
1: believe that? Okay, let me give that credit. Let me give credit to this. Um, special. to this. To this guy. Oh to the no,
2: creator. that is funny, um, Funny, funny. Yes, funny. his na-
1: If you want to follow him on on the stuff, it's Kona Jam. C O N A J A M.
2: Amazing. <laughs> Can you that believe is, that?
1: That whistle.
2: That, yeah, it's yeah. so on Those point. Are numbers, we gotta pop. We gotta pump that up. <laughs> the, way, the
1: way he refers to the demigods. So funny. <laughs> that got me so good this Yay, morning. Jeez.
0: Oh,
2: yeah, McConaughey needs to play a villain in the, the MCU. Oh, I could like, see that. I, I'm here
1: for it. Yeah.
2: Maybe in like a Guardians of the Galaxy kind of thing, or. Um.
0: Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. I mean, speaking of uh, a little tangent, but speaking of guys who are. Entering the MCU, Christian Bale's playing the next Thor villain. Oh yeah. I'm so That's happy ending. about that.
2: And Whoa. we all know how like that man goes all the way in every time he does something. So. Um
1: there is no part of in that he doesn't go.
2: <laughs> correct, no. correct. No. no. There's
1: no there's not a little inch of his body no. that is not shoved in whatever he's doing. Yeah. So good.
0: Um But to, to round out this episode uh, so the Flag smashers spring into action they they cut the power to this grc meeting and thank Hail God Hydra. sam I mean, is sorry. Sam is in New York now and he uh he tells Torres you know thanks for your info I'll take it from here walks over to his case and
2: we don't get to see
0: what's inside it yeah oh. it's
2: very much like uh um <sighs> Like a Pulp Fiction moment, you know, where they open up the briefcase mm-hmm. in the hall. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I and I, I
0: had what was almost like a fever dream of this moment. In the next episode, I hope his first reveal comes when he comes like crashing through some glass awning in this star-spangled Falcon uniform with the Captain America theme, which we have yet to hear. Ooh, oh, that bitch. would be awesome. Just full body chills if
2: And his if shit's they made out of him... a branium now. Yeah. 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 Ooh. I can see it unbreakable. <laughs> very, very cool. Yeah. I, I and am Then
1: and then we get our um post credits.
0: Post
2: credits. Yes. Forget it. Which of, okay, uh... I don't know if you got these vibes or not, but um uh I kind of got because we heard the ding, ding before we got to see what it actually was. And it very mm-hmm. much brought up, like, at least I was very triggered in the Iron Man sense. Yeah, you know? like the hammer. The yeah, hammer, sound and hammer effect, on yep. metal sound. It's very iconic, I think, at this, at this well, point. Well,
0: and that probably wasn't, that was probably meant to trigger you and then show you John Walker and go, oh, my God. Oh, oh you've spoiled it no. again. Him and he's, again. Uh, he's hammering a, his own... Shield together, and he—he's welding a medal of honor into into the shield. He's taking this very, very personally.
2: Yeah, he is uh, getting ready for uh, the next Comic Con, (laughs) and he's yeah, that's right. He's turning. Well, he said it. He says
0: it. He says it twice in this episode. I am Captain America. No. You're he not. he believes he is Captain America, so yeah. he is fashioning himself a shield. He's got the Super Soldier Serum, and uh, buckle up because here's U.S. Agent.
1: Ooh, what a freaking episode!
2: Epi- we have one left. Episode. One left. They have to wrap it up. But okay, so I mean, they like, really? There. I mean, so do you guys? I mean, now that we've seen that episode, do we feel like? It, do you feel like this is going to be wrapped up or not, is it going to just be like all. a bunch of open ended, you know,
1: maybe not a bunch, but I don't think it's going to be tied up neatly with a bow.
2: Oh, another question. uh, Like somebody probably is going to die. Probably. Who do we think is safe and who do we think is not? I'd say Sam and Bucky are safe. I think so too. Me, if 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 one of the two it it'd be Bucky, yeah. which would be very sad. But I I think he's I think he's gonna be around though. Oh God, I hope so. I know it'd be really really sad. Um, I
0: they I wouldn't, think they that, they wouldn't kill Bucky on the TV series.
2: Right, right. That, yeah, you're you're very valid with that. I the, so I don't in, think. in in that respect, it feels like the one that's the least safe is Carly. Well, yeah. I mean, she's got several people after her. Yeah, yeah. She probably don't die. Yeah,
1: because it's not just Sam and Bucky. It's John Walker. Well, and,
2: and we'll find out whatever the hell's going And, and yeah. John Walker especially just from that conversation that she Nitty just had with uh, with Julie really drive with Val. Yeah, he's got he's got a long uh, road ahead of him. Yeah, seemingly at least another movie or something mm-hmm. or him, TV Zemo.
0: Whoever the hell else, Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Well, that's that's that episode. That's uh, that. I do have to bring up. This is a a tangent. It's in the Marvel universe. Uh, spoiler e. So. It, I'll say that again, spoiler If you want to just end the episode here, do so. Spoiler F, uh,
2: spoiler G, and spoiler <laughs> H.
0: But uh, Alfred Molina actually confirmed yes! his role in Spider-Man. So- yes, no Way I saw Home. that.
1: I saw that article today. So
0: cool. And and he went a little too far in confirming oh, what- Uh-oh. What, oh. <laughs> what, well, not really what happens, just where it picks up. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, And he said his story picks up from- the exact moment it ended in Spider-Man 2 which if you will remember he built that giant sphere of energy which exploded and got got crazy powerful and he decided to drown it in the Hudson River right but to do that he dragged himself under the water and and sank with it and he claims it picks up from that moment for him oh Interesting. Seventeen years later, so he said they used de aging technology on him, as they've used on oh. Samuel L. Jackson. And yeah, 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 that's neat. So, like, that movie is just going to be a a crazy clusterfuck. It's going to be nuts. I'm so excited. I can't. I wait. am so excited.
1: Oh wow! So many things to look forward to. Thrilly. I know.
0: And buckle up because uh, while we were together last night. We watched the Ewok film, oh *Caravan of Courage*, and we're going to talk about it. In our <laughs> oh, next we're going to talk about it.
1: We have a lot to say.
0: <laughs> I thought I—I I knew I had seen one of them, and I clearly had not seen this one. Yep. Because, uh, well, yeah, I clearly had not seen this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: it was. It's one of those because um, those movies were special to me as a child. It was, and I haven't seen them since I They're was little. They're still special. They are special, but. Uh, Yep, that's very- all we'll say. <laughs> tune tune into our tune into yeah. our Caravan of or- Courage episode uh coming at you after Ugh. this one. And thanks so much for listening to Inside yes. the Tauntaun slash outside the Tauntaun a slash. Star Wars slash Marvel slash 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 Mephisto's slash podcast.
2: Slash Mephisto Slash. Cool Podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh thanks so much. I'm Alyssa Simmons.
2: I'm Daniel Dawson. I'm Dino Nicandros.
1: May the Force be with you. Always. We love you, Mid-Bestock.